Alright. Welcome back in to another episode of Quick Hits. I'm Blake Pace. It is Thursday, October 24th. And uh, switching things up again for the second week in a row now. Um, I'm heading back to uh, my alma mater, JMU, Go Dukes. Heading back there um, to enjoy homecoming weekend, which means I will uh, not be around my 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 laptop and all my recording equipment um, for Friday's episode. And uh, since we really didn't get a full start on what Thursday's episode is going to look like last week, I thought it might just be best to go ahead and make Friday's episode uh, our Thursday episode. So... Um, Normally this will come out on Fridays, but uh, just given the fact that I'm going to head to, uh, I, you know, I won't be around, I'll be out of town, I thought it'd be best to uh, to just put this episode out now, and and next week will be the, the first full schedule, and um, we have our first guest scheduled, special guy, a little crazy, sad, disturbed Jets fan, um, so I'm excited to have him on uh, next Thursday. Um, and then, and then, yeah, so unfortunately two weeks in and we didn't really get a strong start on the consistent schedule, but, uh, but that'll pick right up next week. Um, shouldn't be a problem at all. I get back into town, get back into Nashville around Sunday at like seven. So I'll have plenty of time to, uh, take a look at, um, at getting, uh, our Monday episode out on time. Shouldn't have any problem. Then we'll, we'll coast through. God, my schedule got thrown off the last two weeks. I, you know, with with my family in town and and going out of town this weekend, I am very much looking forward to the following weekend where I can finally just get back to what I enjoy doing on my Saturdays and Sundays, and that's sitting at home, in front of my TV, watching college football, watching the NFL. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. But you know, all things considered, and I'm probably just gonna be a little bit pessimistic throughout the show talking about this. Um, like I said, you know, I'll be traveling and I'll be out of town this weekend uh, for the NFL. I'm not missing much. You know, this might be, and we'll go over each game. This is our gambling episode. Um, we'll take a look at how I did last week, make some bets again this week. Uh, you can decide if you agree with me, put some money on it. Let's try and win some money together. If not, bet against me. Let me know if you make money off, off uh, picks that I got wrong. I'll enjoy to hear that too. But I mean, this week's schedule is just so boring. I have no interest um, in this slate of, of games at all, the primetime games, um, except for Sunday night. Sunday night has potential. We'll get into that weird, weird situation uh, for Kansas City right now. I'm, I'm super confused. It doesn't make sense to me. But uh, we start off with uh, Washington and Minnesota on Thursday. Not interested. Pittsburgh and Miami on Monday, not interested. All the, the Sunday games are also just boring. So if there was a week for me to miss and be traveling and, and have to just watch condensed versions and to not be on my couch, you know, with, with Game Pass set up, uh, this is the week. So it all kind of worked out perfectly for that. But um, but yeah, let's, let's go and take a look at how I did last week. Um, if this is your first time listening to the... Um, you know, the, the gambling episode of the week. Uh, basically, what I had been doing was um, I was giving out uh, game winners um, 
teams that I was taking against the spread, and then I threw in an other bet, something else that interests me in the game that I thought would be worth uh, putting some money on. And, um, you know, so first off, just taking a look at the game winners, and this wasn't something that I went through and said, I expect so-and-so to win. Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to do that this time around, but for last week's sake, uh, and, and you can, you can, if you, if you need to, uh, trust me, or, or if you need to, um, if you need physical proof, you can go just take a look on Stampede Blue because my staff picks were on there. I had a good week. I went 11 and three, uh, in straight up winners. Only ones that I got wrong. I picked the Lions over the Vikings. I picked the Seahawks over the, uh, Ravens and then the Eagles over the Cowboys. So I got those three wrong. Um, so great week, just picking winners. And then uh, in terms of against the spread, it, it wasn't that bad either. I went eight and five. Um, you know, the ones that I nailed, you know, Packers winning by uh, six, Cardinals um, plus three, Colts winning the game, Rams minus three. I mean, God, uh, y- you could have adjusted that line. I mean, they dominated Atlanta. Jacksonville minus four, ended up winning by 10, I believe. Um, Titans winning by two. I had the Saints plus three. Told you that that game didn't make any sense. Um, and then the Patriots minus 10 as well, too. The ones that I got wrong, 49ers minus 10. Look, that that just happens. You, you know, you, you can't, um, you know, weather conditions, you really can't take too much of that. They should have, you know, on a normal playing field, normal weather conditions, the 49ers are, are double-digit favorites over the Redskins. Um, of course, I got the Lions wrong, too, because I had them winning the game, had them plus two. Uh, Bills minus 17. I should have seen it coming. I, I It was a trap game potential and then so they were able to squeak out the win but not by 17 of course uh and then the other two that i got wrong against the spread seattle minus three and eagles uh plus two and a half uh those are both winners that i predicted that um just didn't hit right so so eight and five against the spread not bad uh 11 and three in 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 game winners better uh even better but uh my other bets. I'm starting to learn something, and maybe maybe it's just the, just one week, and we'll we'll see after next week. We're just we're just getting the swing of these. Uh, my other bets, I went a solid six and seven. Um, and, and if you look at the breakdown, most of the ones that I got wrong were over under for specific players. Like uh, I thought that Frank Gore would rush for more than 65 yards uh, against the Dolphins. He did not. I thought that uh, Chris Carson would run for 75 yards or more against Baltimore. He did not. I thought the Eagles would uh, uh, hold Ezekiel Elliott to under 82 rushing yards. That did not work out. And then also, oh, two more in here. Jesus. I had Adrian Peterson under 59 and a half yards. Of course, they went absolutely bonkers run heavy uh and that over hit for him and then i also had the lions holding kirk to under 250 passing yards so of the seven that i got wrong five of them were betting on on unders or overs for specific players uh the other two that i got wrong cardinals giants had the over of 50 points i think it just barely missed i think it was 48 super close and then a bad beat Bad beat in uh, Jacksonville and Cincinnati. I had the under of 43 and a half. Uh, that game total ended in 44 points. Uh, and I think there were some late scores in there too that kind of ruined uh, that for me. So I got all those wrong. The ones that I got right, just to go over and recap everything. Um, I had over 23 first half points in the Packers-Raiders game. Um, both teams 
do a great job coming out of the gate uh, scripted plays. I had over 69 and a half yards uh, receiving yards for T.Y. Hilton in the Colts game. That hit. I had the Rams over 28 and a half points uh, in their game against Atlanta. Uh, for the Chargers, I had over seven and a half first ha- or 7.5 first half points for the Chargers in that game. Uh, they ended up with 10 in the first half. Um, and, and I think the, the, the moral, the, the reasoning behind that, as I said last week was, um, after weeks of, of Los Angeles having to dig itself out of a hole, I thought they were going to come out strong and try and attack early on. So I was able to get the, uh, both of those in that game, right? Picking the Titans to win, getting the minus two. And then also the, um, the over on seven and a half, uh, points in the opening two quarters for the chargers. Now, the last two that I got. Like I said, I you know I adjusted line to the Saints minus one and a half, easily covered that. And then the Patriots I adjusted to minus fifteen and a half, and that hit pretty easily too. So um, maybe that was you know it was a bad week in, in betting on certain players. The only one that I got right uh, was Ty Hilton in going over seventy receiving yards. Um, but we'll we'll see if that's just a one week thing. We'll see if that's a trend or not. But uh, man, we're in week eight. I'm already sad. I said it yesterday. It's upsetting that we're uh, going to be halfway through the regular season at this point. Time is flying, um, but look, let's let's just let's just dive right into to what I've got for Week Eight. I'm going to give you my game winners. I'm going to give you who I'm going to take against the spread, and then I'm going to give you my other bet. And this will be the only time I do it. And I'm not. And actually, let me let me go ahead and say this first. I'm going to give you all of my picks. I am not putting money on all of these games. I'm putting money on on a select few that I, I really think um, I'm convinced about. And if you want, head over to my Twitter on Sundays, uh, Sunday mornings. I will put out those. Uh, maybe I'll make it a five or six bets that I'll put out there. A lot of these games I, I'm not going to put money on because I don't feel too great about it. Um, now, I, I, I take what I have seen from the teams through this point where I believe in, in my projections for them, but I'm not going to bet in every single game, especially this week. This week, the lines are just so confusing. All right, let, let's just get in. Um, Thursday night football, I will not bet on Thursday night football ever again. I, I never do. Uh, this is one of the games I won't put money on, but we're just doing it because the episode's coming out on Thursday. Uh, from from this point on, as long as the game league show is on a Friday, I will not be saying anything about Thursday night football. Um, the revenge game for the Redskins and Kirk Cousins. Washington playing the Minnesota Vikings, both on a short week. Redskins are, are 16 and a half point underdogs. Um, of course, Kirk Cousins and, and all his time spent in Washington. Um, when you take a look at these games, and this reminds me of the Bears Raiders game, is like, oh, the revenge game for Khalil Mack. But no. It's a revenge game from John Gruden. He got a ton of shit for for trading away Khalil Mack. He got ruined for it. So what they go out there, they they went out there, attacked aggressively, beat the Bears. You could say, oh, Kirk Cousins' revenge game against the team that that just kept franchise time, didn't give him a you know a long term deal. And then you could also say, oh, well, well, the Redskins, you know, Kirk Cousins left him. But no, Jay Gruden's not there anymore. So that doesn't really count. Um, so for the winner, I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings to win this game. Um, I don't think that should be a surprise. Now for the spread, I just think 17 points is too much. 
I don't know. Short weeks rest. I feel like I feel like what we see out of offenses on a on a short week is they kind of limit their playbook. Now, I, I think Minnesota is the far superior team, but I just think 17 points is too much of a stretch. So I'm gonna take Washington plus 16 and a half. Now my other bet for that game, um, while I do think that Minnesota will try and limit uh, and minimize its playbook just to keep things simple, um, I am gonna go the ov- over. I'm going to parlay it, Kirk Cousins' passing yards and touchdowns. I think that with Minnesota rolling, with Washington being a very bad team, this is going to be like the pinnacle Kirk Cousins game before everything goes to shit. And and that's just a, a, a fun storyline for me. I can't wait to watch it happen. But this will be like the, the top that we see Kirk Cousins at before the, the, the mighty fall uh, between now and the end of the season. So I'm going to take the Vikings to win the game. Redskins plus 16 and a half and uh, Kirk Cousins over passing yards and touchdowns. And um, I should have said this beforehand too. When I give my player props, um, of course, Bovada doesn't release those until the day of the game. And so um, what I do is on Sunday, I wake up, I go in there, I'll put in the number and then I'll kind of come back to you guys. So I, I'm just basing it off of players that I guess I expect to really do well. Um, or to not do well against against their opponent and positional matchups, things like that. So I think Kirk Cousins has a field day. I think you can take the over in his passing yards, take the overs in his touchdowns. Redskins plus 16 and a half, and I'm taking Minnesota to win that game. Now on to Sunday, and, and we've got a, a weird game, and I guess it's, I don't, I'm trying to figure out why they don't have it out there yet. Um, I think maybe it's just because I'm not sure if they've ruled Matt Ryan out. I'm not sure if um, if he's expected to play. But uh, in the Seattle uh, versus Atlanta game, um, I- I'm going to try and just do my best to guess. Um, and and I- it's tough to explain because right now, the, you know, the-, the game isn't up to be bet on Bovada. Um, but anyways, I'm going to take the Seahawks to win. Look, they're one of the top 10 teams in the league. Atlanta is one of the bottom six, seven, um, especially if Matt Ryan isn't available. You can easily take Seattle money line. Um, I would even take the Seahawks spread. I think especially coming off a loss. Um, now they do have to travel, uh, you know, a West coast team heading to the East coast, but we saw Los Angeles did just fine with that last week. Atlanta's that bad. So, um, I would, I would feel comfortable. I'm not sure what the spread is going to be now. If it's 20, 18, I, I don't know, I'd get a little nervous maybe, but um, even then the Rams were able to cover that um, against Atlanta. But I would take the Seahawks spread and then I would go over on their total points just as a, as a bet to, I guess I, I guess basically what I'm expecting is, is Seattle to dominate the Falcons. And so for that reason, I, we don't know the spread. Um, I would say take the Seahawks to win. Take the Seahawks, uh, you know, spread whatever points they're favored, unless it is some unbelievable rate, and then uh, take the Seahawks over for total points in that game. Next up, uh, the Denver Broncos traveling to take on the Indianapolis Colts. The matchup of Peyton Manning's pass. I I gotta say, I, I don't like that we keep seeing a Peyton Manning always in Denver. Like, he only spent a few years there. Like, why are we giving him... I see him, you know, visiting it, it, 
I'm trying to remember what game it was, but he was in Denver this past year. I feel like we don't see a ton of him in Indianapolis, and he's got the statue. Peyton Manning is a Colt. He, he won just as many championships with Denver, but he's a Colt. He spent his entire career there. And so, I, I don't know. Um, Broncos traveling to take on the Colts. Right now, Indianapolis is six-point favorites. And, um, you know, just to all three of these kind of correlate together. So, I'm taking the Colts to win. I'm taking them to cover the spread of six points. And then my other bet is I'm taking that adjusted line, and I'm going to bump it up a little. Now, eight and a half and 11 and a half are the next two options. I personally feel good about 11 and a half. I think Denver has shown... Joe Flacco uh, is incapable to to lead this offense. They trade away Emmanuel Sanders. Um, and, and for the Colts, they've got things running right now. And, and Denver's back end of the defense um, looks pretty bad. So if you wanted to put some overs in on, on T.Y., Zach Pascal, you know, Jacoby Brissett, maybe there's some interest in there. But I didn't want to go player-specific with, uh, with this game uh, in particular. But um, Colts minus six I feel good about. And then my other bet, I... I'm going to say my adjusted bet is going to be 8.5. That's the other bet. But I do feel kind of confident taking 11.5. I think the Colts are the far superior team. Um, Indy winning, covering by 6, and an an adjusted line. uh, However you'd like to see that for that game. On to another uh, just amazing game to watch. Uh, The New York Giants traveling to Detroit. The Lions favored by a touchdown. Um, The Giants right now, Pat Shermer, looks uh, pretty rough. As a head coach, not sure how long he is going to make it in New York. Um, I think they at least give him through the end of next season, unless there's a, a bunch of quality head coaches that become available. Um, and I don't think you're you're gonna. I don't think for the Giants. I mean, you know, the the big name is Lincoln Riley now, and, and oh, can we get Lincoln Riley to be our NFL team? I feel like there are too many more too many teams that would be more enticing to Lincoln Riley, where the Giants wouldn't be able to get there. So I think keep Pat Shermer uh, at least until the end of next season. Hopefully you can turn things around, but if not, then you can move on from him. But um, Giants traveling to Detroit. Detroit off a tough loss to Minnesota, uh, favored by a touchdown. And I'm going to take the Lions to win the game. I'm going to take them to cover by seven. I think that, uh, and this goes into my other bet, Uh, I'm taking the over on Matthew Stafford's passing yards. Um, the Giants' secondary is horrible, uh, continues to be horrible. Now, they, they did have a decent day against Kyler Murray this last week. Kyler wasn't great through the air, uh, but uh, I feel pretty comfortable in Matt Stafford, especially now that they lost on Johnson for quite some time. They're going to have to rely on the pass game just a little bit more. So over on Matt Stafford yards, I think the, the Giants' secondary is just is too bad to not you know, that, that might just be a consistent bet. I take the quarterback over passing yards against the Giants secondary. But over on Matt Stafford passing yards, Lions to win by more than a touchdown, and Detroit to win the game straight up. Oh, by the way, if you ever uh, get to a point in this podcast where I give you a game that interests you in the slightest, pause it, tweet at me, message me, DM me. Um because I'm looking up and down this list and it, it takes a while until I see something that, uh, that, that at least is a, a little appealing to me. Next up, we got the chargers taking on the Chicago bears, uh, chargers finding every which way to lose a football game. Uh, the bears, Mitchell Trubisky problems. These are two of, uh, 
I guess, my least favorite teams in the league right now to watch play. Now, if there was a quarterback in there that wasn't Mitch Trubisky or Chase Daniel or, God, even who's the third guy there? I'm trying to remember his name. Bray, Bray. I don't know who it is. But, anyways, if there was a quarterback there that, um, you know, this Bears team would be completely different, feeding Allen Robinson, Taylor Gabriel. You know, the running game would get going. David Montgomery, Drake Cohen. With Mitch, it's just, okay, we just got to let Mitch try and beat us. And so, um, for the Chargers, I keep switching back and forth on this one. Chargers are four-point underdogs. Chicago favored by four at home, which means on a neutral site. they can only be favored by one. Oh, do I want to switch my mind on this one last time? No, I'm going to stick with it. Okay, so I'm going to pick the Bears to win the game. I think Chicago ends up winning this. I think that they're the better roster. Um, and I'm going to, however, I'm going to take the Chargers plus four. I think this ends up at a, as a one or two point game, maybe even a field goal that comes right at the end. Uh, both of these teams, I don't feel like should be able to blow the other off the board. And so I'm going to take Chargers plus four just because I think it's going to be a close game. I think that the Bears are going to win. And then for my other bet on this one, I'm going to take the under of 41 total points. I just don't see any consistency from either offense, no matter how many talented players. I mean, come on. Let me just name off those. Even if you just hear these names, tell me what you think. Philip Rivers, Melvin Gordon, Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry. Mike Williams, Allen Robinson, Taylor Gabriel, Tariq Cohen, Jordan Montgomery, or sorry, David Montgomery. Th those two teams should combine for more than 41 points, especially when you've got Matt Nagy as a as a, the play caller for the Bears. I mean, come on, that those teams should combine for for, for for you know 42 points at least but i don't think either team will be able to get things uh put points on the board plus both you know Eddie Panero he, he can hit field goals chargers have kicker problems um i'm going to take the under 41 total points chargers plus 4 but i'm taking the bears to win the game by between 1 and 3 points next up Arizona versus New Orleans no, see, even this one doesn't really interest me a ton. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, uh, Cardinals, 500 through seven weeks of the season. Who expected that? I didn't at all. I thought they'd be right up there, um, you know, with the with the likes of the Redskins, the Dolphins, the Bengals. Uh, now, they haven't played, you know, great opponents, and this probably is their toughest opponent all season so far. Um, but... Uh, I like what we've seen from Kyler. I like Cliff has been um, kind of getting more comfortable in his offensive play calling as the season has gone on. Chase Edmonds came out. They, you know, they have a lot of young wide receivers. Defense isn't good. Offensive line isn't great. But uh, like I said, I, I like what they're building there. And for New Orleans, God, I mean, I, I, I'm going to assume Teddy Bridgewater is the quarterback. I don't see the point in trying to make this Drew Brees' first game back. I don't know. I mean, if Breeze is there, then, I, you know, I, I don't think we expect the Cardinals to upset the Saints. I'm going to take New Orleans to win the game. But I think 10.5 points is too much. I just think it's it's too many points right now for a team that is, is riding as good as Arizona is. And New Orleans is, is trust me, 
that they have looked unstoppable you know with the way they've been able to pull out wins they dominated the bears of course the bears kind of came back in that fourth quarter just with some garbage time stats um they were able to win a gritty game against jacksonville on the road i just think 10 and a half points is too much right now i feel like this is like a backdoor cover by arizona i think that you know there's a point where oh they're down 13 game's essentially over four minutes they get in there, they score a touchdown, onside kick, Saints recover, Saints win by seven, six. Um, I will take for my other bet the over of 49 total points. Um, and just because I think, A, Cardinals defense is really bad, like really, really bad. I don't think we need to see like electric performances from the Saints, even though they have started to... Kind of, it, the Saints are pretty inconsistent on offense, but um, you know, last week was great. weren't weren't able to do much against Jacksonville, but I think against Arizona they should be just fine and putting up points. And then for the Cardinals, um, I think there's just I, I think there's a lot of chance for points in that game. I like both offenses, um, and so I'm going to go over 49 points. Cardinals to cover 10 and a half, but Saints to win the game by six or seven points. Oh, how about this next? Uh, Lovely game to watch. The Bengals, the 0-7 Cincinnati Bengals, traveling to take on the LA Rams. Rams favored by 13.5 points, got to win by two touchdowns to cover. Um, Andrew Whitworth, fun fact about this game. Andrew Whitworth has beaten 31 of 32 NFL teams. Only team he hasn't beaten yet, Cincinnati Bengals, where he spent a large portion of his career. He's going to get that win. I'm taking the Rams to beat the Bengals. I am taking the Rams to cover by two touchdowns. Um, and, and again, I'm going to do the same bet that I did last week uh, when with the Rams for my other bet. I'm going to take the Rams over 30 and a half total points. I think they could put up, you know, between that 35 to 42 range. Back home, even though it's not a huge home field advantage in LA, but Cincinnati won't travel as well. Oh, wait. Holy shit. This game is in London. Oh, God. There aren't going to be fans from either teams there. (laughs) I bet neither of these teams have fans in London. Wow. See, I get confused. They they should just make this a 9.30 game. I'm sorry, West Coast guys. You got to wake up at 6.30. To go watch your Rams play in London. Oh, boo-hoo. Go enjoy the nice sunny California weather. Take your TV outside. Boo-hoo. Make this game 9.30. That's why I got confused. It's wrapped in here with the 1 o'clock games. Um, Rams in London as the, quote, home team. Two touchdown favorites. I think Sean McVay will still be traveling over there. I think Zach Taylor will be traveling over there as well, too. And so... uh, I'm going to take the Rams to win the game, win by two touchdowns. I'm going to take the Rams to score at least 31 points in that game. How about this barn burner? The New York Jets traveling to take the Jacksonville Jaguars on. Um, Jags win this. They're they're almost at 500. No, they are at 500. Not sure if there are any ghosts on Jacksonville's defense. I tweeted that out earlier today. I'm I'm so t- I like I, I just I don't want to hear players keep talking about Sam Darnold saying he sees ghosts. I mean that's just like a I feel like that's just a saying. You know, you're playing the Patriots. Oh, I, I'm seeing 
I'm seeing extra guys on the field. It's the same, but because he said ghosts, now everyone's making a big deal out of it. Bill Belichick does that to any quarterback. Ask Josh Allen. Ask Baker Mayfield after Sunday. Ask Josh Rosen. Any team that plays the Patriots this year is seeing ghosts on the field. So I'm just annoyed. I love to bash on Sam Darnold, love to bash on the Jets, but um I think that just I think that's just stupid. But anyways, Jets traveling to Jacksonville. The Jaguars are six point favorites in this game at home. Chance to go to five hundred. And uh look, I, I it's it's one of those situations where kind of like with the Chargers and the Bears, I think both of these teams are meh. I don't think they're, you know, a six-point difference. but um, So I think Jacksonville is going to win the game. Taking the Jags to win, but I'm going to take the Jets to cover plus six. I don't think that, you know, um, I don't think that Sam Darnold and Le'Veon Bell will be able to do much against the Jags defense. Garner Minshew, DJ Shark, D.D. Westbrook, Leonard Fournette may be able to do a bunch against the Jets defense, but at the same time, they haven't really looked... Um, like world beaters, you know, since I got almost a month ago now. Um, so I think Jacksonville's a better team. I think they win. I think it's more of a three, four point game. So I'm going to take the Jets plus six. And then the other bet is I'm going to take the over on Sam Darnold touchdowns. I think Adam Gase is going to go full in. All right, let's get this kid's confidence back up after he's, quote, seeing ghosts. Ooh. Take the over on Sam Darnold's touchdowns. Um, they're, they're going to want him to, to have a pretty good day to get his confidence and swagger back up. So, Jags to win, Jets to cover plus six, over on Sam Darnold touchdowns. Now, this next one would have been interesting to me. Tampa Bay traveling to take on the Titans, but Marcus Mariota isn't quarterback. See, I would have enjoyed this one just because it's going to be the last time we see either of these quarterbacks uh, start for these two teams that selected them first and second overall seven years ago. Um, was it seven years ago? I don't know how long ago. I think it was seven years ago. Anyways, um, Tampa Bay traveling to Tennessee. Titans are two and a half point favorites at home. Um, for the Titans, they were able to pull off a, a, a narrow win over the Chargers, a game that they should have lost on five different occasions or at least have it sent into overtime. The Bucks came back from London after... Just the worst performance from Jameis Winston. And that says a lot. I, I really think that in his seven years, I think that was the worst performance of him that we've seen from him. Um, extra week of rest. Now they're back, taking on a very tough defense. And um, and I'm going to take the Titans. I'm going to take them to win. I'm going to take them to cover. It's only two and a half points. I could see them winning from anywhere between four to, four to nine points in that one. Um no, I don't expect the Titans' offense to look great against Tampa's defense. Tampa's defense at times can look very good, especially against the run, so maybe not a great day for Derrick Henry. Um, but I, I think that the Titans are still the better team. Great defense should force uh, Winston to make a bunch of mistakes. Maybe we do get to see Mariota. Now, I don't want to wish injuries on anyone, but Ryan Tannehill has had a few in his career, so maybe we do get to see Mariota out there once and the two of them go back and forth. How about that? I, I feel like, you know, with when quarterbacks are taken one and two, do we get to really see much? Does it really turn out great where that we get to see them for a long time, at least in my history, my recent history? You think Andrew Luck, RG3, both, I mean, RG3, I guess, is technically still in the league, but 
both are out of the league now. Didn't really get to see, you know, the two of them go back and forth with each other. Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston. That was a snore uh, to the best of my ability. Uh, not interested in that. Both of them shouldn't be starting quarterbacks next year. Um, Mariota already isn't. And then, uh, you know, Wentz and Goff. I mean, both got drafted to, you know, the, to, I guess, good teams. I mean, Goff definitely did, and and Wentz is a is a talented quarterback on a team that went to the Super Bowl without him, but they're not great this year. So I don't know what those two are going to be like, but I, I want to see like one and two, you know, quarterback drafted at one, quarterback drafted at two, and I want to see just a lengthy career of these two being tied to each other, um, you know, for their entire careers. Maybe we'll see that this year with with Tua and. And Justin Herbert, but if you ask me, I don't think Cincinnati will ever turn into a winner sometime soon, no matter who's at quarterback. And the Dolphins will probably take a while to get things going also. Um, So, uh, just a side thought. Um, But yeah, so I'm going to take the Titans to win by a field goal. And then uh, for my other bet, I'm taking under 45.5 total points. Like I said, I think that this is a big, uh, you know, a a tough defense for Jameis. I think a lot of mistakes in there. Um, and, And... the um, the Titans offense was able to put up what I think in the mid twenties this past week against the Chargers. I think they'll probably be able to do maybe around that, probably a little less. I feel like this is like a nineteen to sixteen game, or you know nineteen thirteen, somewhere around there. I don't think we're gonna see a ton of offense. How about this one? The the game of former. Teams that employed LaShawn McCoy, I guess. I'm not excited about this one either. If this is the one that you're excited about, I'll just say, um, I guess your reasoning is, oh, Philadelphia has Carson Wentz. They're coming off a stretch of bad play. And, oh, Buffalo almost lost to Miami. But, listen, I'll tell you right now that that was a trap game for the Bills. They survived it. Still were able to win by, you know, a decent amount. Didn't cover the 17 points. I'm sorry. Um but the Philadelphia Eagles traveling up to Buffalo to take on the Bills. Bills favored by two, and I'm going to take that. I'm going to take the Bills by two. I'm going to take them to win. In my adjusted line, I'm going to take the Bills seven and a half. Look, at Buffalo's got the second best defense in football behind the Patriots, who have maybe the greatest defense of all time. So, uh, you know, the Bills, very talented defense. I don't see any consistency whatsoever from the Eagles this year from their offense to their pass defense. Only thing they've got going is against the run. Um, You know, it's not my other bet, but if you want to go over on John Brown yards, I feel like that's good. Josh Allen yards, passing yards, that could be good too. Um, I adjusted bet Bills minus seven and a half. I I just, I don't think this game is going to be that close. I think Philadelphia is the is the far worse team heading in the wrong direction. Buffalo was able to escape what should have been, you know, oh, we're coming off our bye, we're playing Miami. Yeah, let's just waltz onto the field and walk away with a win. They were able to do that. Now we'll, we'll get Buffalo kind of going back in a groove. I think they win by two. I think they win by eight. Um, so I'm going to take that adjusted spread. For my other bet, Bills minus two, beating Philadelphia at home. Now here is the game that I will... I'll say, okay, you have me slightly interested. Carolina Panthers traveling to take on the San Francisco 49ers. 
Uh, Niners right now favored by six points. Carolina coming off of their bye week as well, too, coming back from London. Uh, the 49ers coming away from a, a, a nine to nothing victory over Washington in those um, just disgusting uh, field. Um, what am I trying to say? Field conditions. There we go. That's the word. Rough field conditions um, in FedEx field. To me, for Carolina, this is a tough one. I, I just the 49ers defense looks really good. I mean, they've shut down some good offenses. They've shut out bad offenses. Um, and and for Carolina, they've looked good at at times. Kyle Allen has done his job to win games. Christian McCaffrey, of course, on an MVP uh, start. MVP caliber start to a season. Um, but, you know, in, in the passing game, not too impressed. I think the 49ers will be able to really put all of their eggs in, into the basket of stopping Christian McCaffrey. Let let Kyle Allen beat you. I, I don't think he's that caliber of a player to do so with, with, you know, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel. So I think that the game plan is 49ers just try and, and stuff out McCaffrey, limit him the best he can. If Kyle Allen puts up, you know, a solid performance, that's fine. I think on offense, Kyle Shanahan will be able to dial up enough to to outgain um, or to at least match whatever Kyle Allen is able to do at the very least. So I'm taking the 49ers to win. I'm going to take them to cover six. Uh, and, and my under for this game, my other bet, I'm going under on Christian McCaffrey rushing yards. I think this is a good time to, to short. McCaffrey's stock. I think most weeks you can feel comfortable taking the over in receiving yards, receptions, rush attempts, rushing yards. This week, I feel like go the under on his rushing yards. I think the 49ers are going to just make it their entire focal point to to limit him because he's he's what makes that um, he's the straw that makes that stirs the straw that stirs the the the, the straw that stirs the cup the cup the pot. He's the straw that stirs their offense. There we go. That's that's what I'll say. Under on Christian McCaffrey rushing yards, 49ers to cover by six, and for them to beat Carolina at home. Uh, this game could have been interesting before the season started, and we realized Cleveland actually wasn't that great. The Browns heading up to New England to take on the, the Patriots. Patriots favored by 13 right now. Um, didn't see Cleveland last week after... Two weeks ago, blowing that that huge first half lead against the Seahawks. A lot of um, just a, like you know Freddie Kitchens inconsistency. Baker Mayfield can't really do much when he's being pressured. The offensive line doesn't look great. Not a great connection between Baker and OBJ. Injuries in the secondary. Hopefully they're all healed up and ready to go this week around. Um, I, I you know I I'm taking New England to win. Man, through this point, I've only taken one road team, and that was Seattle to, to beat the Falcons. Um, but I'm taking the Patriots to win the game straight up, taking them to win by at least two touchdowns. I mean, just just the tear that New England has been on, how they're just out there decimating every single team that isn't Buffalo, who might be one of the might be the second or third best team in the AFC. Who knows? Um, Cleveland is not at the caliber of Buffalo right now. They do have playmakers. I just I, I don't see any offense really being able to do much against the Patriots defense and, until they you know an offense proves me you know proves me wrong. So uh, Patriots to win by fourteen and 
a fun one, just just random. This this bet is always just pure luck. But I'm gonna go first touchdown score, Sony Michelle in this game. Um, he seems to be the running back to to have. If you're a fantasy guy in this backfield, I think they're really trying to force him to get him going. I think they give him a you know I, I feel like a a Julian Edelman catch ends at the three yard line and and Sony Michelle takes it in on first or second down for the score. Sonny Michelle, first touchdown score of the game, um, is my other bet. Real, just one that you got to get lucky on, but I'm just going to throw it in there for fun. The odds are great. Um, Patriots to win by at least two touchdowns, uh, taking down the Browns at home. All right, next game, the Oakland Raiders. Now, okay, this is the game I'll give you. This is the game that you're probably not interested in, but I am super interested in. The Raiders traveling to take on the Houston Texans, Houston Fresh off their loss to the Indianapolis Colts, Oakland held its own in the first half with Green Bay, eventually wasn't able to figure things out. Um, right now, the Texans are seven-point favorites, and this was just the line that that didn't make sense to me. Look, I know I know this team rides and dies with, with Deshaun Watson, but, I mean, I, I like Oakland. They're kind of my, my, my team that I just feel like, I mean... Has really good potential. Maybe not this year, but but next year. And and um, I like Josh Jacobs. I like Darren Waller. I like John Gruden. His offense has looked really good this year, uh, with some of the additions that they made on on the offensive side of the football. Um, offensive line looks all right. This is my my upset of the week. I'm taking the Oakland Raiders to beat the Texans. And I don't know, I'm naturally a pessimistic Texans fan. And right now I just said I'm an optimistic uh, Raiders fan. Um, so, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But to me, I just think that Oakland is is going to be able to dial up some trickery. I would take John Gruden over Bill O'Brien. I, I really don't think Bill O'Brien is a good head coach. He got to Sean Watson. Congrats, he lucked into one of the better quarterbacks, that, you know, in the last seven years. Seven, ten years. Um, I'm going to take the Raiders plus seven. I'm going to take them to win the game. And then my other bet is I'm taking uh, the Raiders over 21 and a half points. Um, I feel like they could put up in the 24 to 27 range. Their offense has been great this year. Houston's defense has been not great. I mean, I feel like the last few weeks they've at least allowed 24, 25 uh, Chiefs, Colts, let me take a look at their schedule. Let's just see how many points they've allowed per game. Um, Texans schedule. Let's see what they've done so far this year. So, Colts put up 30. Chiefs put up 24. Falcons. They gave up 32 points to the Atlanta Falcons. Panthers beat the Texans. Only had to put up 16 points to do so. Chargers put up 20. Uh, Saints put up 30 on them in the opening week. Jacksonville put up 12 on them in week two. In a game that they almost lost on a two-point conversion. I don't know. I think the Raiders are, are going to be able to put up a lot of points on Houston. And I think they just get a little lucky this week. I think they've caught Houston at a good time. I'm going to take the Raiders as my upset of the week. Taking them plus seven. And I'm going to take over 21.5 points for my other bet. Two more games. Finish this up in the next six minutes or so. Um, going to Sunday Night Football. And... and 
this is this is another game that the spread isn't out there because for some reason today Patrick Mahomes returned to practice wasn't ruled out for the game dislocated his kneecap a week ago less than a week ago a week ago by the when this episode comes out but he's back practicing I don't know I don't know man this is a game that I almost, you know, and I'll probably decide to eliminate if, if Mahomes comes. I'm betting on this game right now on Thursday, October 24th, as if Mahomes will not be playing the game. That is where I am at. If Mahomes plays, I'm not going to let you hold me uh, accountable for this game. Unless I get it right, then I'll, then I'll want to sneak it back in there. Just kidding. But um, without Patrick Mahomes... And even maybe with, I'm, I'm still going to take the Packers to win the game. Now, the spread, we don't know what it is. So, look, if it's the Packers by anywhere up to six without Mahomes, I'll take it. If it's anything above seven, I would take Kansas City to cover. I think the Kansas City offense will do um, still do really well. I think Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid will be able to figure something out to maximize Matt uh, Matt Moore and this you know and their skill uh, players at wide receiver. But uh, I'm going to take the Packers to win. If the spread comes out and it's between you know Packers, you know minus one to Packers minus six, I'm going to take the Packers. If it's anything above a touchdown, I'm going to probably take the Chiefs. And then my other bet, I'm going to go the over on Aaron Jones yards. Um, Good offensive lines and good run games have had their way. I've had a lot of success against Houston, and Houston hasn't done anything yet to uh, help out their run defense. So Aaron Jones, great season so far. Um, I'm going to take over on his rushing yards. That game could be interesting, even with Matt Moore. So I'll give you Carolina versus San Francisco. Somewhat interesting to me. Kind of. If Kyle Allen steps up to the plate, then yeah. Definitely be a fun game to watch. I won't take anything on the Eagles-Bills. That game isn't interesting to me at all. I won't take anything on the Patriots-Browns. I am interested in the Raiders-Texans game just because I think Houston or Oakland will will you know do pretty well. Um, and then Packers-Chiefs, interesting. Monday night is not. What a way to finish off the week. Uh, we've got... The Miami Dolphins traveling to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. And this is the spread I feel like I should be most comfortable in betting on. Uh, This one doesn't make sense to me. I'm super confused. I know that they're the better team and I know they're at home. But I don't think the Steelers should be 14-point favorites. I mean, their offense is in Strugglesville. Their defense has talented players. Their defensive coordinator ain't worth a a damn in this league. I keep calling him their defensive coordinator. I need to pull out his name so I can actually, you know, call him out. That is our good friend Keith Butler. All right, Keith Butler, what the hell do you do when you're designing some of these plays, having your, your biggest linebackers cover guys like Keenan Allen? Get out of here. Uh, Pittsburgh shouldn't be favored by two touchdowns. I think they win the game. I'm going to take the Dolphins plus 14 just simply because I don't think that, you know, if Miami's even able to put up 10, I don't know if the Steelers are going to be able to put up 
more than 24. I'll give you that. I'll give you I'll give you there's a chance I could see a 24 to 10 game, but that would push. Um Now if this gets into the if if this starts to get a lot of bets from uh, uh on Miami side and it turns into you know Dolphins plus 11, 10, I would maybe go toward Pitt. Um but at the two touchdowns, I'm going to take Dolphins plus 14 to cover. And then my other bet for this, I'm going to take the under on 43 total points for this game. Um, none of these teams, uh, neither of these teams, like I said, have good offenses at all. Playmakers that excite you. I know Juju Smith is still out there, but, you know, when he doesn't have a quarterback that's throwing to him. And, and honestly, even a second wide receiver out there that kind of frees up some some work across the middle of the field for him. It's an easy game plan to really to really shut down uh, the Pittsburgh offense. Haven't been impressed with James Conner. Um, I, I don't see a game. I don't see a situation where these teams combine for uh, for forty three points. So I'm going to take the under on that. But uh, Pittsburgh to win. Dolphins plus fourteen. And uh, that's it. Like I said, this uh, this week, not too excited to watch. It's football, so I'm going to watch it. Uh, when I can, and I'm going to watch it because I do this show, and I'm going to need to know what's going on. But, um, you know, go over to check out my Twitter to see uh, what games I'm actually going to be betting on. I'll tell you what, it's not a, it's not a bunch this week. I'll tell you right now, I'm going to bet on the Colts. I'm going to bet on the Rams. I'm going to bet on the Bills. And I'm going to bet on the Patriots. And then if, if Mahomes is out, I'm going to bet on the Packers. So there you go. Those are the games I'm going to bet on. Oh, and just because I think they're going to win, I'm going to take the Raiders too. Just a, a few bucks on their money line. But um, but yeah, go enjoy week eight if you can. If, if you want, you know, if you enjoy Chargers, Bears, Giants, Lions, Seahawks, Falcons, Titans, Bucks, Jesus. Pessimistic podcast. Um, anyways, uh, make sure to uh, like, subscribe, leave a comment. Let me know what you think about the show. Reach out to me. Let me know what you like, what you don't like. Um, follow me on Twitter at Blake Andrew Pace. All my content for Stampede Blue and Troy Nunez is an absolute magician. Uh, two pages I write for on SB Nation. Check out my other podcast with Matt Wyrick, Reasonably Outrageous. We'll have an episode dropping, I believe, the same day as this or Friday. I don't think we decided when it's going to go up, but we had to record um, last second to be able to get that up before I went to JMU. But um, enjoy your weekends. I'll be back Monday with College Football Monday, Tuesday, recapping week eight, Wednesday, updated power rankings, Thursday, have our first guest on there, share a little bit more about our good friend, uh, a week from now and then Friday we'll be back doing this segment uh, on a normal schedule on Friday. But for now, I'm Blake Pace. You're listening to Quick Hits. Enjoy the week of football. Enjoy the weekend. And I will uh, talk to you on Monday. Peace.